Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show, and it's a great pleasure to be with you today. I am broadcasting from the mothership somewhere is in the heart of New York City. Not going to say exactly where, just in the heart of New York City. So please don't come visit. <laughs> uh, lots to talk about today. Let me set this thing up. You can listen to us uh, on the Internet. Live stream us on the internet, LarryCudlowShow.com, LarryCudlowShow.com. You can hear us all across the country, around the world, throughout the solar system, and even the Milky Way. And I might add, during the week, we would love to have you join us on Fox Business. The name of the show is Cudlow, and it plays 4 to 5 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday. Please join us. Can't get there at four? Why, you can just uh, text your favorite nine-year-old, and she will show you how to DVR the show. The show does play uh, repeat at seven to eight, and for you early birds, the next morning at 5 a.m. So, plenty to do today. I want to start off with the border story, the the Biden open border story, the Biden illegal immigration story which has become an incredible embarrassment and danger to this country. And the thing I want to say, the point I want to make right at the beginning, as Republican and Democrat senators try to hammer out a deal, this deal better be what I'm calling Trump tough. Trump tough on the border. Nothing else will suffice. I mean, in the last three years, there's no telling what the numbers are, but I would say 8 million is the low end. Illegal immigrants, Biden illegal migrants, 8 million. Over 10,000 are coming across the border per day. 10,000 per day. And we don't know who the heck they are. We have no idea. And yesterday, the news came out that uh, the border uh, patrol people found 10 IEDs, 10 explosive devices, just slightly on the Mexican side of the border. 
And that is another warning about the need to close the border. This is a national security issue, among many other issues. Ten IEDs were found. Nobody knows who put them there. The good news is they didn't blow up. Nobody was injured, so far as we know. Whether it was the cartels, whether it was terrorists, we have no idea. But the fact remains, as... um, Negotiations continue, maybe even over the weekend. Any policy changes must be Trump tough. That's how I'm putting it, to close the border, because Mr. Trump, in the last two years of his administration, stopped these uh, illegals to a trickle, to a trickle. Now, on the TV show, I interviewed actually last week and then last night. No, not last night, Thursday night, Senator James Langford of Oklahoma, very smart guy, good conservative. And we talked about some of the issues out there. You know, the possibility that Democrats would see the backlash. I mean, Democrats are for open borders. Joe Biden is for open borders. That has been their policy from day one. They want to overturn the Trump-tough border closing, and they succeeded, much to the detriment of this country. And as you may know, folks, the House, Republican House, passed H.R. 2, which is essentially a restoration of Donald Trump's border-closing policies. Included the wall, remain in Mexico, some new formatting for asylum, Title 42. And I'm going to say that one reason these uh, border talks in the Senate have gone nowhere, there's nothing on paper. Mr. Langford said that. There's a lot of rumors, different news articles, but nothing on paper. And uh, Langford was quite right. If it ain't on paper, it doesn't exist. Just a lot of talk. Joe Biden has not been involved yet in these negotiations. Some of his senior staff, yes. And uh, this uh, dunderhead, uh, Mayorkas, he's involved too. The uh, DHS secretary. Guy who never, never tells truth about anything. No credibility whatsoever. But they've got to go through, and this isn't hard. They've got to go through the same Trump tough measures. I mean, my view is the Republicans should accept nothing less. First of all, the wall. The wall. Mr. Trump got through, I don't know, five, six, seven hundred million, uh, five, six, seven hundred miles of wall. He had about another five or six hundred to go, if I'm not mistaken. Those numbers may not be precise. Don't hold me to it, but I'm not going to be too far off. And then the Democrats stopped it. Literally, the equipment is left rusting next to the wall in a lot of places in Arizona and Texas, a waste of money. And and Langford told me, Senator Langford told me on the air the other night, he said, um, Oh, it might have been Senator Ron Johnson last night, another great American. But the point is um, 
Money that was appropriated to build the wall has been used for climate change. Climate change. Huh? Really? I mean, you've got terrorists coming over the border. You have people from more or less 150 countries around the world coming over the border, just literally walking through openings in the wall. Actually, the story, I don't know, in some of the papers yesterday and today, I saw it again in the New York Post this morning. You got Americans who went to Mexico legally and wanted to come back But uh, some of the uh, outposts, some of the openings have been so beaten up and degraded, it took them hours to get through. So they just circled around and found openings in the wall and walked through the wall just like the illegals. I mean, how pathetic. These are Americans coming home. It's pathetic. But what's not pathetic is you've got Russians, you've got Chinese. You've got people from parts of Africa. You've got communists from Latin America. You've got Iranians. Iranians, really? In other words, you've got people coming over the border illegally who do not like the United States. But the Bidens have no idea who they are because they have no interest in stopping them. The left wing of the Democratic Party. And now it's starting to backfire. You've got uh, certain Democrats. It's the governor of Arizona, whatever her name is, a complete phony who beat Carrie Lake by a cat's whisker, a complete phony now coming out. Oh, help us, help us, give us money. Here in New York, it's a catastrophe. Eric Adams, this is a sanctuary city and a sanctuary state. Help us with money. Give us $12 billion. You can get $50 billion and you wouldn't solve it. Complete phonies. Left-wing Democrats being hoisted on their own open borders petard. Why hoisted? Because there's a voter backlash. Why is there a voter backlash? Well, now there's IEDs being found on the border. But that's just the most recent. You have national security issues. You have economic security issues. You have health security issues. Title 42 should be restored, maybe redefined. It's not all about COVID anymore, obviously. But there are a million other diseases that the illegals can bring into this country and spread it out throughout the interior of the country. Godaways, whatever, into these uh, blue state Blue city, sanctuary cities with no law and order. You have national security, health security, economic security. Real wages are going down because of all this cheap labor. And there is now a backlash. This has become probably the number two issue. After the economy and inflation, you're talking about the border. And the Democratic Party is still in favor of open borders. So is Joe Biden. So my point here at the opening, we'll talk about this later in the show. But my point is the GOP 
has to stand Trump tough. Do not sign on to this national security funding bill. I mean, we can talk about Ukraine. I don't want to leave Ukraine in the lurch, but I'd like to see an exit strategy in Ukraine, what is essentially a stalemate. There's Israel money in there. Israel got a chunk of money, so they're not desperate for this money, but there's $14 billion for Israel. We should do what we can to get that done. There's money, inadequate money for Taiwan, and it's uh, tied to the border. But the border part, in my judgment, is as or more important than any other part of this uh, omnibus foreign aid spending bill. Let's talk about remain in Mexico. I know uh, it's a hard thing to do. Uh, I When I was in the Trump White House, I was part of this. The Mexicans did not want a remain in Mexico policy. They did not want that. So President Trump, who did want it, this is to keep people in a hospitable country while their asylum issues and other issues are adjudicated. But don't let them out in here. No catch and release. It's an essentially catch and deport. Remain in Mexico. The Mexicans, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was President Nieto, and then it was Obrador. And Trump said, okay, you don't want this policy? Then we are going to double and triple the tariffs on your automobiles and your manufactured goods. Mexico is our largest trading partner. It would destroy their economy. Well, guess what? They heard Trump. They knew he meant business. They folded, and we had remain in Mexico, which was a very successful policy. Republicans should stand tough. Change Title 42 to fit other health issues. And, of course, build the wall. Finish the wall. And then find some money to give to the border cops. The good people that are trying to do their job, they're overwhelmed by the numbers. At least 8 million have come across illegally under Biden. It could be 10, 12 million. Who the hell knows? The old number in the United States, 11 million illegals in the United States. That number is probably 35 million. It could be as much as 50 million. Who knows? This has to stop. Right now, during Christmas negotiations, the House has H.R. 2. It's a fine piece of legislation. The Senate has nothing. Nothing on paper is what uh, Senator Jim Langford said. Good man. Good man, Langford. He knows. He's telling the truth. Whatever negotiating they're going to do, this guy, Chris Murphy, a uh, big lefty from Connecticut, uh, and Mayorkas, Biden himself hadn't even gotten involved. Yeah, naturally. So this is a big issue. The GOP needs to be Trump tough on any border solution. And if there's no Trump tough, the wall, remain in Mexico, Title 42, tougher asylum, more money for cops. Not to facilitate, by the way, not to facilitate, but to stop illegal entries. Then don't make the bill. Don't agree to any more money in foreign aid. Be tough. Let's worry about the American border for a change. Law and order, economic growth, health issues, national security. Close the border. Trump tough. But in any event, 
I just want to take a whack. We'll come back to it later in the show. I want to take a whack. Harvard hates America. All right, this is another important thing. Harvard hates America. You know, you saw Elise Stefanik, one of the Republican leaders in the House, tear apart some of these presidents from Harvard and Penn and MIT. This Claudine Gay, she's the worst of them. Why the Harvards haven't fired her already is beyond me. Not only has she failed uh, to stop the wave of anti-Semitism on her campus, not only could she not answer a simple question uh, before the House put to her by Elise Stefanik, uh, and acknowledge that all these charges about Israeli genocide uh, are just complete slander and hate speech and bullying. But it turns out her academic credentials were zil. She was involved in plagiarism for her PhD thesis and other things she wrote, plagiarism. She took the content from other people and put it on her uh, articles, and then Harvard discovered it. Experts took a look at it. Harvard discovered it. It was true, and they allowed her to make changes. She should have been fired. A student or a teacher, professor, accused and uh, convicted of plagiarism is automatically thrown out of the college, but she was allowed to stay. And then it turns out from the New York Post that the Harvards uh, put together a legal team to cover up the plagiarism. Three strikes and you're out. Anti-Semitism, plagiarism, cover-up. This is a woman who's there because of left-wing social policies, DEI, diversity, uh, diversity, what's the E? Equity, thank you. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI. Affirmative action, in effect and other left-wing social policies, and she should be fired. And Harvard and these rich schools should start paying taxes. If they're going to hate America, let's make it more costly for them to hate America. Maybe they'll change, but at least they're not going to get a free lunch anymore. We're going to come back to this Harvard hates America, and why not tax them later in the show? I'm Kudlow, Art Laffer on the other side of the break. 